John, you got none. You got nothing for this, Johnny. You got nothing for this. Nothing. Nothing, Johnny. Oh, down goes Johnny again. Down goes Johnny again. Oh, Johnny Kirk. Oh, Johnny's down again. And Joe. Johnny and Joe down again. Oh, this hurts. What's up, everybody? Bobby here, the Nintendo Guru. Listen, we're ready. We're ready to go. I got a little bit of stuff I want to talk about. We got this this craziness that's happening right now with Fortnite. So I wanted to discuss this story that I read on Fortnite today. It comes from Bloomberg. Blew my mind when I saw this. So before we get into this, if there's any questions you might have through the course of today's Nintendo Guru Daily Live, please drop them in the chat right now. When I get done going through my, my, my video situation or whatever we're doing here, the show situation, I'll come back, answer some questions for the last couple of minutes before we move on to some games. So that said, let's jump right into it. Fortnite addiction. Parents apparently are losing their minds. And they're to the point where they're putting kids into rehabs. I don't understand this at all. So let's just try to unpack this and figure it out. Uh, so the Bloomberg story was uh, published on the website. It's it's written by Jeff Feely and Christopher Palmieri. And basically, see, here's the thing that I have, first off. When you have business websites that are reporting on things that aren't business news, it kind of, to me, isn't good. I just don't like that type of stuff. I feel like, you know, Business Insider and stuff like that shouldn't be talking about Nintendo games. They should be talking about business, Nintendo as a business, or Epic Games as a business, but not whether or not kids are playing games too much. So I already feel like they're basically just taking a popular thing at the moment, Fortnite, because we just discussed it yesterday, how many people are playing Fortnite, and it's 60% up from back in June. The numbers are just growing each week. So I feel like they're just taking this pop culture thing and they're just going like, we're going to pluck this story, talk about it, and kind of put our own little spin on it. So that said, first off, they're saying that uh, it, parents are basically saying the game's title, the game title, uh, Fortnite, has such control over kids' minds. That's like anything. Like when you have little kids, right? I remember being a little kid and we played with He-Man toys. Like He-Man action figures they were action they were action figures they weren't dolls they weren't like they were action figures that aside different story different time the thing is is we were obsessed with that stuff like we would watch the cartoons every single day and then like play he-man and like buy beg our parents to buy us more toys and also matchbox cars like me and my brother would play all the time playing matchbox cars it's like it's whatever is the the flavor of the moment when I had my original NES, when I had my original Atari 2600, I played it all the time. But at the same time, my parents, parents had control over me. I feel like, we're going to get into this a little bit, but I feel like there's a little bit of deflection here. So, pretty much there's a woman 
who was interviewed for this story, and she's saying her 17-year-old son has been logging 12 hours a day on Fortnite. Uh, the teachers are complaining that he's falling asleep. Well, hello, you think? You got this kid playing Fortnite for 12 hours. So let's just do the math, okay? So you're figuring he's coming home from school at 17, high school, probably getting home around 3 o'clock, right? So he's playing from 3 p.m. until 3 in the morning. And, and, and teachers are, are complaining that he's falling asleep. Okay. Okay. Another woman said that this game is like heroin. Once you are hooked, it's hard to get unhooked. Well, see, this here's the thing. Heroin, right? Heroin, you have to go buy these things every single day. And you, you stick a needle and, you're, and you get addicted. And it gets in your system, right? And you need in order to survive. Like, to compare this to heroin is, is night and day to me. Like, you, you ever see someone that is addicted to heroin, they legitimately need heroin to survive, to make it through the day. They're not doing heroin because they love the high. That might be the original reason why they get into it. They're doing it after that point just because they can't function throughout the day. That's a true addiction. That's a true addiction. This is not a true addiction. Here you go, mom. You want you want to go over to the go over to the television? Unplug it. Disconnect it from the TV. If it's on a computer, disconnect the computer. Parenting. Parenting. It's it, you know, it's this crazy thing. Um Right now, these guys, they reached out to Epic. Epic is de declining to discuss this situation at hand because I don't feel like it's an Epic problem. Epic, their job is to create games, put them out there, get people to play them. In their eyes, this is what they are trying to accomplish. Don't get me long, wrong. They don't want people playing for 12 hours a day and falling, falling asleep in class. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, in the UK, <laughs> this is crazy. An online UK divorce service says 200 peti petitions cited Fortnite and other video games this year as the reason for breaking up marriages. Okay, so I'm going through a divorce, right? I'm almost done my divorce. We're going through it. And I've said numerous times that like me focusing on all this stuff was the reason for me and Tony separating. Fact. That's not true. That's not true. The truth is, is that me saying that this all was the reason why we went down the road and got a divorce, that's a lie. That's me just trying to essentially not feel guilty or feel like I'm at fault or feel like, well, I, I'm blaming myself kind of, but I'm, I wanna, I'm trying to make the situation like it's not really a bad situation. It's, it's other things. It's other things. It's not me. I didn't do that. It's, it's the other things that are getting involved in my life that takes me away. No, if you're, if you're, this is the crutch, right? This is the, the thing that I'm leaning on. There's problems in the marriage prior. If you're a husband, newsflash, ladies, gentlemen, if your husband, your wife is legitimately wanting to play video games for multiple hours a day and ignore you and not be around you. There's a there's a deeper rooted issue within the marriage. You guys might not want to face it. You might not want to come to reality. But there's bigger problems at, at, at underlying here. It's not the game. The game is the game is what they're going to escape the reality. 
That's what happens. There's something going on that they're trying to escape, and it's the game. So they're going to the game to escape the problems and the headaches and the nonsense. So rather than sitting down as a couple and discussing these things, because we don't do that no more, we go to Twitter and we go to Facebook and we complain to our friends rather than sitting down and talking to your to your loved ones and going, hey man, we need to work this out. Or you just go, you know what, I'm done, I'm out. Rather than going like, let's sit down and work this out and fix this. We don't want to do that no more. That's too hard. It's too difficult. So we, what do we do? We blame Fortnite. Fortnite's the problem. You know, I'm... I'm good, man. I'm I'm not the problem. It's Fortnite. No, wrong answer. You're the problem. Fortnite's just the cr- the crutch that you're leaning on. Straight up. David Price. David threw this in. David Price, star pitcher for the Red Sox, was scratched in May from a game because of a wrist problem uh, that may have been exacerbated. That was the wrong word. Exaber exacerbated. Holy cow. Words. They're difficult for me. I live in New Jersey. Illiterate. We've been down this road. Um, by playing Fortnite. Okay. Let's get real here. Fortnite's been out for a couple years. I have never heard of anybody playing video games within two years and having wrist issues. Doesn't happen. Doesn't happen. Uh, don't get me wrong. I do know that they get t- uh, carpal tunnel and all that stuff. But after two years, maybe playing a lot... No, I think they're just basically using, and it says may have, may have, whatever. The, the final thing that they, they, they point to in this article, and then I want to kind of get into my thoughts deeper. Some pro players are so Fortnite obsessed, they said this, Fortnite obsessed, uh, that they have hooked the game consoles up to the stadium's jumbotrons to play the game. Let's start with that one. Let's start with that one. Because that's not a problem. That's not an addiction. That's just awesome. Like, dude, if I could go to a baseball stadium and hook up, you know, Mario or Breath of the Wild on this gigantic Jumbotron, I'm going to do it. Like, that is amazing. I remember one time, me, my brother, and my cousin, we went to my grandfather's to go swimming. And my grandfather had this gigantic big screen television. Like, Back in the day, like, you had big screen television. Like, this thing was legitimately this tall, right? It was wide as hell. And it was, like, this this gigantic thing. My grandfather leaves the house, leaves us alone. We st- we brought the NES with us. We sneak inside so we can hook it up. And I'm fighting Mike Tyson. And Mike Tyson's legitimately the size of my head. Well, maybe more. Maybe bigger. Bigger than my head. But it was amazing. That's all they're trying to do. They're just like, this is so cool. Let's do this. Guys geek out about tech. Guys geek out about cool things. They're not hooking it up because they're addicted. They're hooking it up because it's badass and they want to check it out. So here's the thing. Let's let's just let's just go back to the whole let's start with the, the mother complaining that her kid is playing for 12 hours. And she's blaming the kid and blaming the Fortnite because the kid's addicted to Fortnite. No, it's not. It's not. What's happening is, is that you're a poor parent. That Somebody's got to say it to you. Somebody's got to tell you. My dad would have walked in that room and whipped my butt. If I if he came in at 2 o'clock in the morning and I'm still playing Fortnite when he told me four hours ago, go to bed. And by the way, 17 years old, I don't care. I was deathly afraid of my dad because I knew within a blink of an eye, he'd take me out. He'd take me out. This nonsense, you're letting your kid play from 3 in the afternoon till 3 in the morning. And you're blaming Fortnite? 
Where are you? Why are you not walking in the bedroom and saying, bro, put it away. Stop. I don't know. I don't know. I don't get it. I've been over the marital thing. And essentially, I just feel like this is not the issue that people... I feel like what they're doing is they're grabbing the hot topic, the hot button at the moment. Fortnite is in everything. It's in the media all over the place. And they're looking at it to blame it as a scapegoat. And I don't feel like that is necessarily the problem. I feel like there's a deeper lying issue that nobody wants to acknowledge. Everybody wants to put the blame on something else. And that's not the case. It's not the case at all. We need to look harder in the mirror at ourselves and point the blame at ourselves and not other things. When you're willing to acknowledge that you have the issue and it's not that, then you can fix things. But to blame something else is just crazy. And I think it's, I, I don't know, I'm not, I'm not okay with it. I think it's a mistake. I think we could do better than that. So that's all I have for now on this topic for today for Nintendo Guru Daily Live. I'm going to jump into the chat, see if there's some questions, and, uh, and, and see what we can answer here. So, a lot of talk today, a lot of talk today. Um, you better be talking about Nintendo's great success. Yeah, Sean, they are having some great success right now. It is crazy right now what Nintendo is doing numbers-wise. I just did see this today that they are up. They're talking today. Uh, some business analysts, eight business analysts got together, put some numbers together, and they're saying that by the end of March 2019, which is the end of the fiscal year for Nintendo, they should have 35 million units sold collectively. Um, that's... 3 million shy of their number. They projected another 20 million. They had 18 million at the end of the first year. So they're looking at 38 million they need to be at. I think that's still a home run. I still think that's a great thing. They just actually beat the Wii U or beat the Wii again um, over a, a four day period. The number one seller this past weekend, Black Friday, was the Switch. It beat all tech in all sales on Black Friday and Cyber Monday. When you put that four-day weekend together, it was the number one seller. By the way, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee came in at number four, but Nintendo beat computers, laptops, tablets, cell phones, all that stuff. The Switch is doing phenomenal right now. By the way, too, another thing they say that Nintendo's earnings are typically 60% higher during this time of year. So that is huge, and I think they're going to continue to do what they're doing. Um... Why, Jonathan Brown is saying, why did I not know this was going to be intro? Why? I said it yesterday, bro. I told you yesterday that this was going to be the intro. You didn't want to hear it. You didn't want to hear it. Um, let's see. Luke Lore, what is up? How are you doing? Um, so Luke, basically, he's a teacher. So Luke is saying, my students and their parents are fully capable to saying no to a video game. Anyone saying they cannot is pandering to the narrative. That's exactly what I, I, I totally agree. Like, if you got a kid that's telling you that he don't want to go to bed because he wants to continue playing, you're the issue, not the kid, not the game. Like, you need to parent. Parents need to parent today. Instead of being best friends with kids, and I know that's not the popular thing to say, but it's happening. I, dude, we were not allowed to do stuff. Like, my parents told us what to do. We didn't tell my parents what to do. I didn't sit there and go, like, I'm going to sneak. But I tried. Listen, I tried to sneak the Game Boy with a little flashlight trying to play, and my dad would see it and come in and take it and put it in the living room. I'm not getting up and going and getting it from the living room. You're crazy. I don't have a death wish. So, uh, Dude Arino, he says, 
It is also the parent's responsibility to make sure how much they are on. If they do not limit them, they are going to play all the time. So here's the thing, right? We as gamers, we as Nintendo fans, we always get mad at Nintendo for being the parent. It's obvious when you hear stories like this, they have to be the parent. They are not able to do this. Parents are not able to do this without some help. So honestly, with the Nintendo Online app, you know, with the, with the parental app, you click it, you just say, like, you're not allowed to play these times. That's basically what it's coming down to. Like, why is Nintendo continuing to protect children? And it's basically, it's parents like this is the reason why Nintendo continues to protect their kids. And it's, it's uncalled for. Like, parents should be able to parent. You shouldn't have to have different things to, to protect the child from themselves. Parents just have, if you got a kid sitting there and they're playing a game and they're cursing and screaming at the TV, dude, my dad would have walked over, grabbed the headset, put it on, said, what's going on? What's going on? Why is my kid upset? Why is he yelling? Why is he crying? Oh, he's attacking you? Okay, five minutes. Take me out to the woodshed and teach me a lesson. Because that's what happened back in the day. Now we don't do that. It's just craziness to think that we don't do this anymore. Um, Ted comes in. Ted says, I'm not surprised the media and lazy parentings are, lazy parents are blaming Fortnite. Agreed. 110% agreed. Um, Dots Soda, uh, he's saying, so Fortnite cures depression? I'm not saying that at all. I don't know where that even came from. Um, I don't know. Don't know. I, I'm going to, I'm going to. I'm definitely going to talk about this one because this this is kind of funny. This makes me laugh. Um, Sistine Damist, he said, you're like a baby rhino. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. That's the look I was going for today. I was kind of going for the baby baby rhino. I was actually going for a baby hippopotamus. So I'm a little upset that I, I but it's close. It's close. Thank you for acknowledging. I appreciate that. Um, Ted, it's not the game's fault. Agreed. Um... It, I got a, I got a couple trolls. I've I've officially made it. I got some trolls here, and it's it's you know, it's it's you know it's it's pretty awesome. Uh, Sean, I just went over the switch sales. Yes, and there we go. So, Oddcast, why does doesn't Nintendo make a system that rivals a PC? These games, I'm not interested in playing. Wow, ruined game systems for me. So here's the thing. Um, Oddcast, I do want to answer this question. Nintendo is in a, in a situation where they are not a tech company. So they have to rely on other companies to create the tech in order for them to create the consoles. You know, like NVIDIA, this is NVIDIA's, the Switch is basically NVIDIA's brain trust. Nintendo goes, they license the product, they do all that stuff, and ultimately... It's the same thing with the Wii U. It's the same thing with the 3DS. Like, a, a company comes to Nintendo and says, hey, we have these gadgets. What do you think? And then Nintendo takes these gadgets and goes, no, nah, that's not going to work. Or maybe it will work. That's basically what Nintendo's R&D is. They pull in items and they test them and they try them and they try different things. How can this communicate to this? And then they also rely on outside companies to help them, like DNA and all that, to, to in order to work on the in online infrastructure and build things. That's why they're a little bit slower to the game the way things are. They're never going to go power again because after the GameCube, which was the powerhouse of all the consoles and the most powerful, and they got smoked by PlayStation and Xbox. And I think Nintendo learned a lesson that we don't have to focus on tech and power. We need to focus on the best games. And to me, that's what Nintendo puts out, is the best games. In terms of 
you look at games like Breath of the Wild, you look at games of, like, you know, everything across the board, like Xenoblade Chronicles, um, not Xenoblade Chronicles, Xenoblade, yeah, Xenoblade Chronicles, um, you look at games that, that aren't tech-powered, like Octopath Traveler, and that's a Nintendo exclusive. The game is phenomenal. At the core of things, Nintendo worries about the games. They're a game console first, and all that other stuff second. It's a shame that you can't come and play games like this on the Switch. It, it does stink, but I also feel like with NVIDIA in their corner, as they move further along, they'll eventually start to get more powerful, especially if they can get as powerful to have streaming apps on where you can actually stream games through, and then it becomes a different animal, different beast. Like, you look at um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. That's being streamed right now in Japan. Looks fantastic. So they're able to do these things. And I don't understand why a game like WoW can't be on the Nintendo Switch. There's no reason why a game like WoW can't be on the Nintendo Switch. Let's be honest. In the in the PC world, in the gaming world, WoW is probably the biggest beast in all of gaming. In terms of sheer numbers, year on, year out, from the beginning of the WoW creation to now, they turn out massive numbers every single time they put out a new iteration. Like, you can hear nothing from WoW for a year, and then they announce Expansion Pack, and the whole WoW community blows their mind. The whole Blizzard community blows their mind. I'm excited that Diablo 3 was bought, brought to the Switch because my thoughts are maybe, perhaps, this thing comes over to the Switch, this thing sells really well, especially with that Amiibo, perhaps then... We see the next step where Nintendo, where, but Blizzard, I can't even get my games together. Blizzard comes together and they go, okay, we are now going to move WoW over here. Because there is no reason. If, if, if Overwatch can play on the Switch, which basically Blizzard has already said it can run on the Switch. They're thinking about it. They're working at it. There's no reason why WoW can't play. Now, don't get me wrong. The massive cutscenes and all that stuff might be a little bit of a chug for Nintendo. But in terms of like the sheer gameplay and all that, no reason in the world why that cannot run on a Switch. Seriously. You look at what Diablo's doing, and that impresses me. Like that game looks fantastic. I don't know if you've seen any footage of it. If you don't, if you haven't, go check it out. So I think that it's basically falls on Blizzard's back. Can Blizzard do this or not? I guess we'll see as time goes on. Final question I'm gonna ask as we go for Hey Elizabeth. How you doing? Uh, final question I'm going to ask is from Luke Lore, or answer is from Luke Lore. Bobby, how excited are you for Mario uh, Mario Brothers U? Do you think Nintendo will announce anything at the Game Awards? So I think it's obvious they're going to announce something at the Game Awards. What that could be, I'm not sure. Um, it was also talked about yesterday, I talked about yesterday where, or two days ago, that perhaps Skyward Sword is coming to the Switch. Nintendo came out and said, no, that's not going to happen. But why is Alnuma talking about it? And that makes me think that he talked out of turn. He pulled a Miyoto, Miyamoto, Miyamoto, one of those words, one of those names. He pulled a Miyamoto and spoke out of turn. That is ultimately falling back on him where now people are wondering what's going on. I think we could hear about Skyward Sword or some type of Zelda thing at the Game Awards. I do not think we hear about Metroid. I don't think we see anything. I think Metroid is still one to two to maybe three years off. I think the one thing we could potentially see is that Star Fox racer that was rumored and talked about at E3 and it just died and never happened. So that's a potential. And I think it could happen. So that is all for now. I'm going to take a two second break. I got a new game, um, Horizon Turbo something. 
It's a racing game, a lot like Cruising USA. If you guys are Nintendo fans, remember that game back on the N64? Stick around. I'm going to play it. Play for about an hour. Then we're going to shift and probably pick up some Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Play with the community. Have a good time. Give me two minutes. Two minutes just to set things up and move things around. And we will be right back. That is all. Peace out, Preston.